Have you ever been shown something so beautiful, so absolutely amazing, only to have that person tell you, now you can't tell anyone about this? Are you kidding me? This is exactly what Jesus tells his disciples, Peter, James, and John, after showing them a sight so beyond this world, and the transfiguration of Jesus is truly just that. They can't believe what they're seeing. Jesus tells them that they can eventually say something, but only after he is raised from the dead. The disciples had to be thinking to themselves, why keep this so secret? Good question. Why Why didn't Jesus demonstrate his divinity, not just to the chosen few, but to the entire world? Wouldn't Jesus have attracted more followers if he did? All good points to consider. But since Jesus didn't show his divinity to everyone in this profound way, he must have had a good reason. By the way, that's always the starting point when we don't understand why Jesus does things this way and not that way, or why the church teaches this and not that. The reference point is always Jesus must have a good reason. Then we pray to discover that good reason if possible, but mostly we accept the reasons in faith and not reject God or his church because we don't understand it or we don't agree with it. I was spiritually accompanying a gentleman a few months ago, not from this parish, who landed on hard times and was living out of his car. In discussing the faith, his situation reminded me of the Holy Family, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. They couldn't find lodging and were very desperate. It was only after knocking on many doors that they were finally able to find shelter, albeit not a very nice one. Then I recall the time Jesus says, The foxes have holes and the birds of the sky have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. This in response to someone telling Jesus, I will follow you wherever you go. The question this gentleman then asked me wasn't the question I was expecting. He asked, why did God the Father allow Jesus to experience these hardships? I had to make sure that I didn't hear, why is God allowing me? No, he said, why did God allow Jesus to experience homelessness? Which is a profound question. I said, it is a deep mystery. But what I can say is this. Jesus doesn't just talk the talk, he walks the walk. I said, we have a God who wanted to plunge himself into the very depths of our broken humanity in all things but sin. Jesus wanted to experience the trials and difficulties that we all face in life. When you and I say to Jesus, this really stinks, Lord, I feel all alone, I feel miserable, I feel scared. Jesus can rightly say to any one of us, I know, I've been there. And we all know that it's always more comforting to talk to someone who's been in our shoes. When I have a penitent in the confessional who is married or divorced or who works in the medical field and they voice their frustrations and challenges in these areas, I can rightly say, I know, I've been there. I'm not saying people who haven't had our personal experiences can't be helpful. They can and they are, but it's truly not the same. Jesus doesn't stop with, I know I've been there. Jesus then tells you and me, 
rise and do not be afraid. No matter what life throws at us, we rise, we do not fear, and we keep going. Why? Because what God has in store for you and me is out of this world, literally and figuratively. Jesus' transfiguration is a sign of what is to come for those who love him, for those who trust in him, for those who follow him. And we just don't follow Jesus when all is well. We follow him when all is not well, when all is not right with the world, because the world is not right. It is not well. And more importantly, we are not created for a world that is right. We are created for a God who is love. I love what St. Paul says in Corinthians. Our troubles pass quickly and their burdens seem light when we compare them to the weight of eternal glory, which far exceeds the burden of our suffering. St. Paul continues. So we look not to what can be seen, but at what cannot be seen. For what can be seen is temporary, but what cannot be seen is eternal. Jesus shows only a few of what cannot be seen, his glory. A glory that we will not see in this life, but pray to see in the life to come. Jesus' transfiguration is meant to transform us so we can then help transform others. Was I able to solve all this gentleman's problems? No, that is impossible. That's not our call. Our call is to walk with others and to love them as Jesus loves us. This is why Jesus tells his disciples, it's time to go back down the mountain. There's more work to be done. This is why the father sends his son. He doesn't send his son to live a life of luxury, although he could have. He doesn't send his son to be served, but could have. The father sends Jesus to show you and me the path to heaven by his words and by his example. On this holy mountain, the father breaks through the clouds and says, This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. May you and I do just that.